What's up? What it do, man? It's your boy, Dead Gamer, aka Player One, the guy himself, and welcome to another episode of the Gamers Den. This is your first time here. This is a show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. All right, so today in Quick Hits, we got two articles to go through and they pretty dope and pretty informative as well. You know, as I said, we talk about tech news, video game news, and a little bit of everything else. And today we getting teched out. So let's get into it. This particular segment or this particular one isn't a, there's no headline, there's no article. This is something I've come across a, a little while ago and I thought and I thought to myself, this is a really dope thing. Like they they made something really, really dope. Now I know y'all wonder what I'm talking about. So let's I'm gonna pull it up. I am talking about the Portal M. Now there should be a picture on the screen of what the Portal M actually is, and you can see it. Some I uh, not really an idea, but what it actually looks like. And it's it's some technology, right? It's a hologram type of deal. So I'm on the website, right? And I'm gonna read some of the things that describes it and what it is. That way you guys get an idea of what the Portal M actually is. The Portal M is your window into the metaverse. From telepresence to recorded content, connected real-time customers await. So on, when you go on the website, the website will have many things in a couple genres and ideas of what the portal m can do so they have shopping entertainment telemedicine etc and this is some of the stuff that you can do with the portal m so let's go continue on it has a modern aesthetic and captivating design features the portal m is available in two beautiful finishes so yes there are two different versions of the Portal M. There's the Portal M Home and there's the Portal M Enterprise. The Portal M Home starts at 2K. The Portal M Enterprise starts at 5K. Now I know if you're a regular person, you thinking, well, I don't have 2K or $5,000 just laying around. I understand, I get that. But nonetheless, it's good to know about this because this is really, really dope. And just to show you guys what the portal m is even more i got the video from the website so i'm gonna go ahead and throw that up right now hey portal i'm listening show me what's new here are some things you might like hey phil can you check out these new designs and let me know if you approve
All right, so you know that's the Portal M. It's really, really dope. When I get you know some money around for it or whatever the case may be, whatever that happens, I'm going to get one for my home, which is myself, and one for whoever my primary doctor is at the time. Because why? Hey man, if I just sprained my ankle or I did something, tell me through the tell me through the thing, man. Do the hologram and, and tell me through the thing because you know, I may or may not be feeling like driving or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, just the Portal M in itself is going to provide a lot of options and it's definitely going to change how we live our lives and it's definitely going to change how we just function in our lives as a whole. Plus, the cherry on top is it's a three time CES 2022 Innovation Award honoree. So definitely look into the Portal and you know if you a big wig and you got the extra money to spare go ahead and buy this man reserve yours now get it now you know what i'm saying be ahead of the game get it now all right now let's move on to the last thing and quick hits now this one is an actual real deal article you know what i'm saying this is this is a real deal article headline reads nasa confirms 5,000 exoplanets each one of them is a new world so uh, if you pay attention to my Twitter, right, when you go on my page, you'll understand that it says Kepler 22B. If you don't know what Kepler 22B is, Kepler 22B is an actual planet they found some time ago. Now, if you're unaware of any of this type of information in the news, well, you're in luck because you're about to learn that they've been finding planets and doing all this other stuff for decades and decades and decades. So let's go ahead and get into the article. NASA JPL announced a cosmic milestone with the confirmed discovery of over 5,000 exoplanets. A new batch of 65 planets joined the NASA Exoplanet Archive on Monday, triggering a celebratory move. We have a quote. It's not just a number. Each one of them is a new world, a brand new planet. I get excited about everyone because we don't know anything about them. So this is you know this is just something they do y'all know they send uh rovers into space they send satellites into space well they send all kinds of machinery into space and a lot of it has to deal with finding planets finding habitable planets inhabitable planets just learning about this existence that we live in so we got some more to read the first exoplanets were confirmed in the early 1990s which means we've set an impressive pace for discovery. NASA announced the planet count had hit 4,000 in June 2019, and it took less than three years to add another thousand to that haul. We can thank we can thank the tireless work of researchers and the data collected by missions like the now retired Kepler Space Telescope and the currently operating transiting yeah transiting exoplanet survey satellite for finding all these distant planets. So there you go, right here. They mentioned Kepler again. Like I told y'all, I'm not on regular Earth. I'm not on regular Earth. I'm not. If you see me in person, I, I have abilities that y'all on regular Earth don't have. Okay? I'm not I'm not from regular Earth. I'm from Kepler 22B. I'm on Kepler 22B. So imagine the technology I'm using to send all this stuff over, blip it, instant transmission give it to me over here and then whatever like y'all is on something else i'm over here 
know what I'm saying? So it's you know it's it's just it's just amazes me that they are finding new planets. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are talking about building on other planets. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they were this is the theory at this point. This is theory crafting at this point. This is all speculative. So don't don't be like, oh my God, oh my God, he's a nut. He wear a tinfoil cap. No. I wouldn't be surprised if Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos was doing all this, we gonna go to Mars, we gonna build on Mars, all this stuff just to dupe everybody with Mars and be like, no, we on one of these other planets that's the same size or two, three, four, five, six times bigger than Earth. And then we live over here now with the who the what's like the um like on don't look up I, i'm just saying i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> but that's gonna do it for quick hits you know what i'm saying and before we move on to the main topic a word from our sponsor what's up what it do man it's your boy daddy gamer aka player one the god himself telling y'all to make sure y'all subscribe to the youtube channel 10 p.m eastern time friday and saturday going live on youtube playing all kinds of video games that's what we doing you know what i'm talking about so make sure you tap in links is in the description so make sure you subscribe and support over there too we going up don't miss out on the live streams you dig back to your regular schedule program okay so the title of this episode is big moves right because Sony has possibly made one of the biggest moves yet again. Now, the reason why I'm saying, now it may, I, I'll be honest, it may be a little bit of bias with me and Sony. Uh, I'll give y'all some history of that. So ever since a kid, right, I've always had a, a Sony entertainment system, right? And when I say that, I'm not meaning like CD players and boom boxes and home theaters. No, I'm talking about like PlayStations. You know, so I've like when it comes to gaming, yeah, I've had Game Boys and Nintendos and all that stuff. But like once the PlayStation One came out, nothing was beating PlayStation for me. So it was always PlayStation, 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 PlayStation. Get that trash box out of here. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. So you know, it's I have a little bit of bias. I'm not gonna lie. I have a little bit of bias when it comes to PlayStation, but at the same time. I will just, you know, eat the bullet and just call it and call it straight. If, if, if Sony messing up, Sony, you messing up. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, this episode is called Big Moves because over the past few years, Sony has been making big moves. And I think them focusing on these behind the scenes moves is the reasons why on the forefront, it may seem like they're losing in a sense of games or exclusivity or anything of that nature where it's like, Oh, well, they're usually this, but then their their system still outsells everybody else's. I, I'm just saying, man, quality is, is, is where it's at. So we about to get into this Jay Raymond and this PlayStation thing where they uh, acquired Haven Studios. And we're going to get in-depth into this. And I'm going to tell you all why, in fact, and in, in my theory craft, why this is a big, big move for PlayStation and Haven Studios in itself. So we got an article to go through. Let's get to it. Headline reads, PlayStation acquires Jay Raymond's Haven Studios. Now, if you don't know what Haven Studios is, Haven Studios is a birth out of Google Stadia per se, right? 
not necessarily not directly from google stadia but you will have to know who jay raymond is so jay raymond she's uh she works she's a developer she's in the industry and she was working with google stadia at a point in time now we have to go through her before we get to the actual article so let's keep on going so jay raymond she worked for google stadia and things like that if you know anything about google stadia Obviously, I play on that. I stream on that on my YouTube channel, all that stuff. That's where I primarily game at because it's the only true cloud game platform. Plus, it's the future. So, she was working with that team, working with them good people over there. And SG&E was a thing, you know. And at some point, Google was like, you know, the people at Stadia was like, okay, we're no longer going to do SG&E. And SG&E closed. SGE was their first party studios developer where they were going to make their own games for the Stadia platform. They turned around and just said, nah, we not doing that. There's a lot of people who said, oh, Stadia is going to die. Stadia is dead after that news came out and after that happened. But look at us. Who would have thought? Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Three years later. We still here. Oh, man, that's crazy, right? But anyway, you know, she ended up leaving and starting Haven Studios. And it's it's been really dope. You know, she has experience in the gaming industry. She's been a part of a lot of big titles. Uh, Assassin's Creed to be one of them. I believe Watch Dogs as well. She was a part of that team. So she's been a part of big budget teams in a sense. And she's been a bit of, a, a part of big game AAA development. Watch Dogs is a AAA game. Assassin's Creed is a triple-A game. It's a triple-A franchise. So she she knows her way around the pool when it comes to the gaming industry. And she knows that it, she knows what it takes, you know. But the thing I pull from her the most from this article I'm going to reference with y'all is that she's really passionate about this stuff, man. Like, she's really passionate about making these games. So when I say passionate, I'm referencing this, um, this interview that she had with gamesindustry.biz she sat down with them and talked there's a video of this i read the article first so i never really watched it so i read the article and you know she's really you know she didn't bash stadia she didn't bash them people at google none of that in this interview they talk about everything you know the new studios what they're working on which is going to be also what they're working on with playstation and well with sony and you know just the whole experience of being at google and just the games industry as a whole and what what everything is so i just want to pull up some of the stadia comments that she had that she made about stadia and if i can find it jesus christ i had it and then i lost it you know it's it's like you own the page and you got it but then it's like oh damn where where is it at it's like oh shit i just had it you know like what the whole f like, dog, I just had it. Am I blind? Oh, man, I'm tripping off acid. What's going on? Like, what's, like, 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 bro, I literally just had the paragraph up. I just had the par paragraph up. Oh, 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 okay, here we go, here we go. Because it's a lot of quotables. Like, it's a lot of quotables in, in her interview. And it was only like 30 minutes long. It's so many quotables. It's crazy. So her quotable, um, when they were they, they were talking about 
Stadia and just a lot of things encompassing Stadia and the Google Stadia and her time with the Google Stadia team. And she had a quote that says this, you have to admit what Stadia has managed to pull off in terms of streaming tech is cutting edge and getting to work under the hood of that tech has really has been really interesting. It is all, oh, I cannot talk today. It has allowed us to build a studio in the cloud. Right now, all of our processes, we don't have build machines. It's all in the cloud, which is cool. And you know, and, and the funny thing is, you know, with news of Haven Studios now being acquired by PlayStation, a lot of people, you know, is saying, oh yeah, well, well she left because Stadia died, Stadia this. Eh, no, no, no. That's that's not what's happening here, no. No, no. That's that's not it. You know, it's just you know, a lot of people I had this conversation with somebody like a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago. And I was like, "Okay, I understand from a fan consumer standpoint of you saying they're not, you know, people not going to go PlayStation or Xbox because they've been playing this for so long or their loyalty is with this." That's great. But what does your loyalty have to do with the dollars? Nothing. <laughs> like, like you, you know, it has nothing to do with dollars. You have to reverse the you have to reverse the perception and the standpoint. You have to go on the business side of things. So from a business standpoint, if I'm a business and okay, we're working on a new project and now it's here and our plans for the project has been whatever it has been for however many years or months. So now we're here at the launch date, at the launch time. Nobody saw COVID coming. So now just and this is just one element of why SGE is no longer here, mind you. I'm not about to do a whole deep dive. I'm just using this one element and this one point of view, and that's it. Because this affected the entire games industry. So COVID comes and now prices is going up. Chip shortage is happening, all this stuff is happening. So now it's gonna cost double, maybe triple what the budget already was that we had for this. So for for the people over there at Google Stadia okay, say our budget was this for the entire Stadia project and for SG&E Studios, meaning this is what we're going to do, this is what it's going to be, all right, this is how much we're going to put into it in creating our own games. Now that price is essentially doubled, maybe even tripled, and it's like, okay, is Alphabet a, is Alphabet, you know, the company Alphabet, if you know Alphabet owns Google, um hold on one moment i got i got a text message hold on a minute hold on a minute I, I gotta send a text you know what i'm saying i gotta gotta handle some stuff it might actually get in the way of the show so let me put this stuff on vibrate um yeah okay so um yeah you know and just stuff like that um i digress but y'all y'all get y'all get it man y'all get it because I, I really want to get to this article with um with uh, PlayStation and stuff. So, yeah, man, we're going to move on to this article with PlayStation and them acquiring uh, Haven Studios and stuff like that. So, Sony Interactive has acquired Haven Studios Incorporated, new studio founded by Jay Raymond. The studio will also be the first PlayStation first-party studio based in Canada and will continue to be led by Raymond, who founded Ubisoft Toronto and Movie Studios, EA, and is one of the primary creatives behind the Assassin's Creed franchise. Haven's first project is currently in development and is, quote, 
a new live service experience for PlayStation built upon a systemic and evolving world focused on delivering freedom, thrill, and playfulness, end quote. Now, I want to stop right there. She also mentions this back, in, and mind you, uh, just to give a preface, uh, uh, not a preface, just to include this, her gamesindustry.biz interview was over a year ago, if I'm not mistaken. No, it, it was it was a few months ago. It was in October. It, you know, it came out and it was all put out in October. So mind you, this her that was in 2021. And she and she mentioned this about building a live service, about building a world and stuff like that. So I'm gonna read something from that uh, article as well. If I can find it yet again. Oh my god. See, look, see, I, I was thinking about just like go ahead and and just like, you know just chop out the the, the, uh, the stuff I wanted to read and then just do that. But then it's like, you know, I'm in real time and I do stuff in real time. I'm not about to do the wishy-washy stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? I'll just have to figure it out. So, you know, I'm figuring out, I'm blind, you know, I'd be staring in that light when I'm, be, when I'm in person doing the episodes, you know, I'd be staring in the light. I'd be like, oh my God, the light. It ain't no, I can see clearly now. It's like, I'm about to go blind with my stick with the red tip, da, 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 da. I, I be needing help, man. I be needing help. You know, so it's um, you know, but she did talk about this, uh, you know, back in October, and that Haven Studios was working on something with a different thing in mind for people now, instead of, you know, whatever the case. Because she mentioned something about, well, you know, I'm not gonna find it. I'm not gonna find it. Um, she mentioned something about developing the games, making the games and how they made Assassin's Creed. They made Assassin's Creed with, you know, it in mind with, they, they made and built a concept more or less to where anybody who would come in control of the IP or be involved in the IP can build on it for more or less the gaming industry and, or whoever gets behind the, the Assassin's Creed and you could just plot an assassin in it and then you're good to go. Which explains why we have you could just think of anything in history and throw an assassin in it. So you could think of Russia in Russian history or obviously, obviously Valhalla even and be like, oh, throw an assassin in there. Oh, uh, Brazil, Spanish people, throw an assassin in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? But instead of doing that for the industry and or developers and creators and people like that, they're trying to do the same thing but for fans now she wants and they though though the people over there the good people over there at haven studios they want people to be able to own and or be in control of whatever the world is like via some type of live streaming whatever blah 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 for the fans not for the people so you know it's it's really dope that to see that sony is getting behind this so let, let's go ahead and continue. Haven Studios is an emerging studio with an exceptional team of talent, and we're delighted to welcome them into PlayStation as our first game development studio in Canada. The studio's focus on creating an original AAA multiplayer game will not only flex the power of PlayStation 5, but will further expand upon the diverse catalog of gaming experiences that can only be found on PlayStation. So that comes from who I believe, uh, somebody at Sony, or that came from somebody. They this article is really not identifying who who said that or who had that quote. But yeah, and okay, so we getting confirmation that it's going whatever they're working on is coming out on the PlayStation 5. That's really, really good. 
And just to give some more detail about Haven Studios, Haven House is more than 60 employees and is still growing according to a press release. It is the 18th studio to join the PlayStation Studios family and despite the acquisition, the day-to-day -day operations will continue to be run by the management team already in place at the studio, in close collaboration with PlayStation Studios leadership team. Due to contractual commitments, the terms of this transaction, such as, such as the cost, have not been disclosed, so the price SIE paid for Haven is unknown at this time. Now, I think the price doesn't matter because the, whatever comes of this with the recent uh, acquisitions and just with Haven Studios and the experience they have and the colorful team that they have, with the range of experience and passion they have over there, it seems. I think it's gonna be a big payout if whatever comes of this, whatever game comes of this is a big, big hit. If it's a big, big hit, it doesn't matter what they paid. What The Rock say, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you, hey, hey, how much did you pay? It doesn't matter what you paid. All right, I'm tripping. I see. I see. I'm. I'm going in the red on the on the vocals here. I'm going red on the vocals. I got. I got to turn it down. I'm probably cracking out the mic and everything. You know, I'm talking about it. I'm. I'm looking at it. I'm in the green right now. I'm kind of in the yellow. I was going in the red. That's tripping. That's that's crazy. But let's go ahead and keep going. Raymond and all of Haven will in all of Haven will presumably report to Herman Holst, who is the head of PlayStation Studios. He said in a press release that it's been a privilege working closely with the team at Haven over the past year and that he's impressed with the studio's growth and progress on his very first game. We also have a quote. Jade has built a world-class team with the creative and technical prowess necessary to deliver on such an ambitious project. We value the studio's dedication to building a player-first, collaborative game environment that can last for generations, and are thrilled to have them officially become a part of a part of PlayStation Studios. So this is so now we're going to get into it, right? I'm gonna keep going. As for the live service game Haven is currently developing, some insight into SIE's most recent acquisition might shed some light on it. Sony acquired Bungie, the developer behind Destiny 2, earlier this year. And while Destiny 2 remains a multi-platform game, Sony's wording around the acquisition seemed to hint that the purchase was less about Destiny 2 and more about securing Bungie's live service expertise. Perhaps some of that expertise will be used to further enhance Haven's first game. So this is where I'm at, right? This is where I'm at. I'm where that last thing I just read, that's where I'm at as well. Because when you acquire Haven Studios, you also acquire a couple different skill sets from a lot of different places. So now what Jay Raymond pretty much already solidified and stamped that Google's tech, the Google Stadia tech is top notch, top tier. It is what it is. I even had a tweet about the same article, the same game industry biz article that I referenced in this episode on my Twitter. It's, I already referenced that and it was it's dialogue. The thread is there. Y'all can search my Twitter. So this is where I'm at. When you acquire Haven Studios, you acquire people who know about the cloud. You acquire people who have the skill set to work and build and develop in the cloud. You have people who've worked on Assassin's Creed, apparently watchdogs. You have such a plethora of different skill sets, different mindsets. You have different abilities. And then you put that with Bungie? Bro, you put that with Bungie. We talking about what, Halo? 
Destiny 2. I just started playing Destiny 2. Apparently, I'm six, seven years later. And I like the game. But, you know, Destiny is cool. You know, it's, it's cool. It's straight. I like it. You know, but apparently, it's been alive for this long because they're great at having a live service. They can put out content. They keep putting out great quality content, apparently so. I haven't played all the pieces, so I can't really give a full thought, cohesive thought on Destiny as a whole. I haven't even played the first one. So, oh, excuse me, I had to burp. But, um, yeah, so this is what I'm saying. All of this talent, all of, these, all of this skill set in under the house of sony under playstation bruh something big is going on over here like and i don't know if something if that whatever that big is is coming from haven studios if it's coming from haven studios then i i'm i'm hype i'm hype and i can't wait i'm hype and i can't wait to see what it is because it's a lot of moves have been made the past few years with acquisitions from microsoft and with and with sony and it's, it's just been crazy as a whole in the, in the gaming industry since the pandemic. And to top it all off, excuse me, and to top it all off, you know, as far as the cloud gaming service goes, Sony, I believe, doesn't really have a, not so much a reputable one, reputable one but it, it can't stand up to Stadia or Luna or xCloud or Game Pass, whatever that trash is called. Like, it, it, like you don't even hear about it. Like I made everything else but Sony Cloud, whatever they stuff is. So, I mean, you they could even build up their cloud gaming streaming service. They could even build theirs on like, like yo. I think Sony. This is where I theory craft, right? This is where the theory craft is. I'm not going past 30 minutes, so I got two minutes. This is where I theory craft. I think what Sony is doing is preparing for the future, so they're making those moves now. So they they're not taking the 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 clout per se. They're not really worried about the clout so much because they do have standalone hard-headed games, Horizon Forbidden West. Apparently they acquired Bungie now. So they have made pivotal and vital moves to where if this is a chess game, they're still in a good position. They're still in a good position because they not only they're not only are they steps ahead, but they're keeping their stronghold, they're keeping their foothold in the game as well. And it's like, yo, we're not moving, we're not budging, but we're also going to dominate and we're gonna make sure we dominate years to come. And I think that's what Sony's play is when it comes to PlayStation, to dominate years to come in the gaming space. Mind you, in the gaming space, they doubled, like the, the video game industry is worth billions at this point, billions. It's worth more than everything. Movies, music, everything. Uh, like. It's, it's so much money in this. It's, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy, bro. My mind is racing. I keep going, 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 going. But, um, yeah. Woo. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this episode of The Gamers Den. If you made it to the end of the episode and you like it, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. Hit the rumble. All of that on rumble. I put clips up on YouTube. So subscribe to my YouTube once again to catch live streams and all that. And I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Gone.